financial problems, elder law, criminal law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic is a good one. Well, they're always good. Starting a new business is the topic of the day. Brian Small, good morning. It's, a new, it's headed towards a new year, so why not start a new business? Good morning, Ken. Jeffrey Linden, good morning. Good morning, Ken. Pat Samasco. Hi, how are you? Oh, good. All right, so today's topic. All right. Starting a new business, I want to kind of approach it from this standpoint. I wanted to do a show where I can really, we can, convey the information that you don't necessarily always get, but that you really need to know. This is the information that I convey to a client when I'm meeting with them because it's the important stuff. It's not the gloss, it's the guts is what you're really going to get to. So I want to start off with this one. Three things you can't imagine and don't like to hear when you're thinking about starting a new business. Number one, most businesses do not succeed. Number two, these are, two and three are Ken Originals and these are my favorites. If you have partners and things go well, someone will ultimately make a grab for the chips. Next point, if you have partners and things go poorly, somebody will ultimately make a grab for the chips. It's a Amen Gordon, to that. It's a Gordon Gecko comment. Oh my God. Greed is good. It's Greed is just good. my observation after 40 years of doing this, <clears throat> it is what it is. Does it and matter? That if happens it, on a continuous basis. Does it matter if it's family? It does partners? not. It's worse, no, worse. It's if worse it's, it's family. family. Yeah. yeah. It, it, or the answer is it, it doesn't matter. Family does not pull together when things go bad. Family does not pull together when things go great. I mean, it's just like that. that that's we how see it, it all the time with just owning the cottage together with family. Oh, it's a nightmare. Oh, so whether it's a business or a joint ownership or on anything. I mean, parent-child tends to be a better bond than siblings. Siblings are, because siblings, sibling rivalry starts when they're children and it, it, it tends to continue You're right, because it's, yeah. dad is it's always getting the more of the banana chips. The yeah. dad's always the boss and they always look at the dad, even if it's a 50-50 partnership, dad's the boss and he's the boss. And Do any the, of you guys watch Six Succession? on HBO. No. If you want to talk about family insanity in a business, that's the show to watch. Oh, just come to my I just office. Start, I just started watching it. <laughs> I just started watching it about uh, a month ago, so I'm just finishing the first season. And, I, and there's several, I, I don't know if they're in season three or four, what, what they're in, but it is insane what, what goes on in this, in, in this family. And it's big, you know, big business, big family business. But, you know, so the point of the, the that point is this. If you have partners, you need an agreement to define the relationship to protect the partners going in. 
Well, that's but, one. But wait, when you're going, the reality is, is when you open up a business, when you're going into business with someone, you're not thinking about the fact that it, A, it could fail, B, that you could get into a huge argument with your uh, business partners. Right. That's, or the that's, business yeah, partner's that's, wife. that's the point of why I. No, I'm just I'm saying, but that's up. what yeah. you've got to. You need to address that at the beginning regardless. In certain circumstances, you do. All right, so let's talk about things. Are you going it alone or are you going to have partners? Because I just gave you the, the, the beginning. If you're going it alone, you don't have to worry about making a grab for the chips because they're all your chips. Okay. But if you have partners, now let's talk about the situation. First, oftentimes, married couple comes in and they're starting a business. So the thought process is they both are going to be equal partners. Well, that's fine. But when it comes to planning the business and structuring things, my advice is typically you don't need to make both of you the owners. Owning a business does create risk. If the business doesn't go well, sometimes you run into tax problems because you, even though you know you should pay the payroll taxes, you don't. You don't want to impose those risks on both spouses you only want to impose it on one. You can still run the business together. If you get divorced, each side has a 50-50 stake in each other's assets anyways. You just don't need to paper both names onto it. So family businesses, husband and wife, you should only put one of the spouses out there as the owner. That's my general uh, thing, because you want to limit exposure. So let's talk about exposure. The goal when you start a business is you want to limit your liability exposure to the capital that you invest in the business to start it. If the business goes south, you don't want to be liable for the debts of the business beyond the money that you initially invested. That's the goal. Very easy to say. If you pick up any book on it, any article in the internet written by the most brilliant person, Ken the Grove. biggest ignoramus, is going to say that Ryan you Smith. want to limit your liability. Were we talking the brilliant, or were we talking the <laughs> ignoramus? You guys decide. Well, you you, you got it in. Decide. You got it in. You got You got it in on, the, on the brilliant side. So 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 you're good there, Brian. You're turning. <laughs> we're going to have a chat. You're turning the same color as your shirt. <laughs> but but it's, so it's easy to say, but it's not always easy to do. So the first analysis that you have to go there is. What type of entity do I choose? Now, if you're in business by yourself and you're not a corporation, you're not an LLC, you're just a sole proprietor, that's the dumbest thing in the world to do because you're automatically liable for all the debts of the business no matter what because there's no separate person. You are the business. You are the person. There's no difference. If you're a partnership, not a limited partnership, not an LLC, not a corporation, then both partners are liable for all the debts of the business. So to wrap this segment up real quickly, what do you think my advice would be as to being a sole proprietor or a partnership? Don't. Don't would be one word. What else? Never. Never. Anyone else? Don't. Never. No way, Jose. We'll take a break. We'll be back after the break. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, 
dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. A lifetime of hard work. If you don't have the right plan in place, you can lose your home, your savings, and more. And you didn't come this far to lose everything. Samasco Law wants you to know that laws are changing. Today, the average cost of nursing home care is $85,000 a year. With proper planning, we can help protect your life savings and get you the Medicaid and nursing home benefits you deserve. How much can you afford to lose? Call Samasco Law today. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Fav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Fav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. All right, so sole proprietorship, general partnership, never, because there's unlimited liability for the owners. So you don't even have to talk about it. You don't have to think about it. So that leaves you with... But you know, the funny thing is, is there's so many people out there that do have that, and they don't even realize the exposure they put themselves in. The landlord, the guy who buys rental property, and he owns all these rental properties in his own name. And sure it's enough, foolish. it is foolish. And then he thinks he's protected with insurance. Right. right. And the, he is to an to extent. extent that the insurance is in force and it has coverage and the insurance company pays rather than defending. The only problem with the insurance industry is there's a certain segment of it that is in the business of accepting premium and denying claims. Yep. So right. you have to be You careful. better watch out, though, because people that come in that have the LLC or the corporation that think they have this magical shield of uh, protection, 
they also have to realize that if they do get sued, they're paying attorney fees out of their own pocket. And a lot of times the attorney fees defending those cases are way higher than what they could have settled for. That's why you need the insurance to make sure oh, you have you the have to have the, You have to have the yeah. insurance, you have to certainly. Have the insurance. But a great example, if you have four rental properties, they each should be in their own LLC yeah. or their own... Right. corporate entity of some sort you shouldn't well, put them so all in how one. many clients or how many people do you not clients how many people do you see that come in with that llc that actually follow the corporate requirements that's that's a whole that's coming well, that's well, a different well, issue good question right, well uh, uh, few following very few and first of all <laughs> corporate requirements are yeah. greater if you form a corporation versus an llc but let's talk about entity choices okay so because because that's what we're on is you have, your options for limited liability are a corporation or a limited liability company. If you're a corporation, you have stockholders that own stock in the company. Characteristics are if you're going to distribute money based upon stock ownership on the sale of the business or something like that, it has to be proportionate to the stock that is owned. You have some corporate formalities that have to be followed. You need minutes, bylaws, stock certificates. You're supposed to have annual meetings electing your board of directors. If you get into a lawsuit, the aggressive attorney suing the company wants to argue you didn't follow corporate formalities. You're therefore personally liable on the debt. I, when I take on a case and I'm suing someone and I'm worrying about collectability of the corporation, I look to suing the owners and I argue alter ego. You didn't follow the proper corporate formalities. I'm going to pierce the corporate veil and go after your gut. You mean that $35 filing fee didn't protect them from all that? Just on the annual report? Yeah. No, you need to have that minute book. You need to keep those records. Um, so that's the corporation. But the benefit of the corporation is unless you've agreed to be liable for the debt of the company, you're not. Limited liability company is another method of accomplishing the same thing. There's some benefits there. When you distribute the money, you can define who gets what based upon your agreement. It doesn't have to be in the percentage ownership of stock. So you can say, if I sell the company, partner A gets an extra 100000 off the top, and then B, C, and D split. You can define it any way you want. You're, instead of having the corporate formalities of a minute book, stock certificates, bylaws, it's one document, basically an operating agreement that you must have that defines the rights of the, uh, of the parties. But wait, wait, you can go ahead and, I, people form their own LLC all the time. That doesn't come with a, an operating agreement though, does it? If you have more than one member, that's what you call an owner of an LLC, you're required to have an operating agreement. If you have only one, you don't really need one in Michigan. But if you don't have an operating agreement and you have more than one, you're in a kind of in a, a, a state of ozone as to what the law really says. What courts do is they follow general partnership rules, making you equal owners and, and define it that way. But it's a mistake. If you and go back to the whole thing of if you have partners, you need to define rights. So that goes to the next issue. Well, if you have two partners versus three. What are you going to say, Jeff? I was going to say when is we get clients all the time that is, oh, I have an LLC, you know, and they have questions whether it's uh, liability, litigation, tax debt, something. And I'll always ask, you know, you know, can I see a copy of your operating agreement? What's, what's, what's that? What, what's that? 
Uh, most people who just go out and pay their fifty bucks to file to the file, articles, of they it. don't get an operating agreement because they do it themselves, or their accountant does it, or their insurance broker, or whatever, right. and they don't have it, and they don't realize that even for a single member LLC, that document is looked to because if you don't if you don't have something that says you're supposed to do this this way, like what an operating agreement does, and you might want to explain that, that's an opportunity yeah, for litigation should. to get pierced and have. Personal yeah. liability. But here, here's the big issue, okay? If you've got two partners and you're 50 50, you don't have to worry that much about defining your rights because as 50 50, there's always veto power. You can't do anything without a majority vote under the general rule. And if less, one guy says no, one guy says yes, you don't go anywhere. So you have an automatic method of protecting yourself in some respects. As soon as you have three partners, you have a whole different ball game right off the bat because two votes one way, one votes the other, the one who's the odd man out or the odd woman out is not going to be happy. Then that operating agreement or that shareholder agreement becomes critically important. If you have two partners, the operating agreement or a shareholder agreement is important because of one key concept. If one partner dies, Generally speaking, the surviving partner does not want to become partner with the deceased partner's spouse. And that's where we have what's called a buy-sell agreement that covers that issue of if one partner dies, it creates an opportunity for the other partner to buy out the estate and continue running the business without being married to their former partner's spouse. And so that's where I usually come in. I do the life insurance because where do you come up with the money to pay for it? A to life fund, insurance. It, right which is good on death. But you know, So you run into other issues with that. We'll take a break. We'll keep on going with choice of entity. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Will I outlive my money? Medicaid is so confusing. A will, or do I need a trust? What if mom needs to go in a nursing home? 
At Samasco Law, we have the answers to all of these questions. Our attorneys will eliminate the confusion and develop a plan that's right for you. We are dedicated to veterans' benefits, assisted living, and nursing home care. Samasco Law can help prepare you for a long future. Call Samasco Law today. Time for announcements. I want to remind our listeners to watch us Sundays, 10.30 a.m. on TV20. Remember, you can always come in for a free consultation via teleconference, in office. You know, we're COVID smart, but we can do it, so we can do it in the office or we can do it through Zoom or on the telephone, whatever makes you most comfortable. Just call 888-235-HELP or go online and sign up. We cover debt issues, tax issues, estate planning issues, business issues, elder law issues with Pat, disability issues with Jeff. Again, just sign up at lawandreality.com or call 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Also, go online for our free reports, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions by Ken Gross and uh, Jeff Linden, Bankruptcy Is It Right for Me by Brian Small, How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formations, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Detroit and Michigan, and The Retiree's Guide to Social Security from Pat Samasco. I want to thank our sponsors, Dave Gross, Samasco Law, and Kirshner Law. Now back to the show. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. You're all set to retire. You have your home paid off, money in the bank, and sound investments. But if you're not careful, all the things that you work so hard for can disappear. At Samasco Financial, we'll help you prevent that. We go beyond ordinary asset management. We'll safeguard everything that you have by creating a plan made specifically for you. How much can you afford to lose? Nothing. Protect the people that you love and the things that you have. Call Samasco Financial today. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so we've been talking about the choice of entity. There's also a tax aspect of it that's, that's critically important. And it's, do you want to be taxed at the business level or do you want the tax to flow through to the owners at the ownership level, which we call a pass-through election? If you're a corporation, you have a choice. You can file a sub-S election, and then instead of the corporation paying its own tax, the owners pay the tax pro rata based upon their ownership. That's kind of the common step to make 
if you're operating a closely held small business, you want the tax at the owner level, not at the corporate level, for the reason that if you sell the company, you avoid a double tax. If the corporation's paying tax and sells its assets, it pays a corporate level tax, 21% right now, subject to going up if the tax law changes. And then when it distributes the assets to the owners, they then pay capital gain on the gain on the disposition of their stock. That becomes a double taxation. If you're a pass-through entity, Wait, you only pay the tax once. Then why would anyone ever choose the entity that allows for a double taxation? Because sometimes you're in a business that you don't have the for, that you don't anticipate selling, uh, a service company that you don't see it happening, and there can be some strategic advantages to leaving the money in the company, paying a 21% tax rather than taking the money personally, and. If you have a corporate entity that you sell, if it's something that you could sell the stock in, rather than selling the assets, then you don't have that double tax. Can, you only have a double tax if you sell the assets of the company. Can I answer, on the retirement planning side, because we'd like to talk about that too, whatever you do, make sure you set up some way that you're actually paying into Social Security, because a lot of these uh, self-employed people, they can figure out a way that their income is low and they're not paying into Social Security, which means when you retire, you don't have any Social Security. Oh, when people that, take too point. much of a dividend and they don't take they any form, salary or income. They form bill, a sub-S corp or an LLC with a sub-S election and they take all the income as distribution and they take no wages and they take no self and they pay no self-employment tax on it. Number one, it's a very hot red flag to IRS to be audited. And number two, I completely agree with you, Pat. This concept of not of saving payroll taxes and paying in no payroll taxes, that's the same as from a standpoint of retirement, is working under the table for cash. Right, right. All of a sudden you get to be 70 or 66 and a half and you want to draw Social Security, you get nothing. Or if you get talk to Jeff about that when on Social Security disability, if you fall off that ladder and you haven't paid into Social Security, you don't get a benefit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, 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 that's another disaster. Right, we're running short of time, and there was a couple other topics that I kind of wanted to get to, and I, I want to throw out an important one: is the lease when you're entering oh, into a new business. Take two things. People think the lease. The operating agreement, employment agreements, they have this idea that these are standard forms because someone hands it to you in small font, 11 point font, and it looks like it's the same document, so you just sign it. These are extremely important documents <coughs> that are to be negotiated. Employment agreements have restrictive covenants in them that you need to fight if you're on the employee side, if you're the employer, you want them to protect you. Leases have issues as to guarantees. They have issues as to who's responsible for repair and maintenance of the equipment when it goes down. What about the default provision? Some leases say that if you default more than two times, the landlord can terminate the lease on 30 days notice. You need to read those documents carefully. You should never just sign them. And Operating agreement. Operating agreement might say that Bill is the manager and has complete control and the limited members have no, no vote at all except on the sale of the company. And you just go ahead and sign it and all of a sudden Bill's your master. You gotta be very careful about those things. And people tend to just 
oh, this is a form document, I'll sign it. The It'll never happen to me. Oh, we don't have to worry about you that. you got to be careful. Remember what we said about the chips. It's planning for your ultimate divorce. You're planning for a divorce. Absolutely. And it's a, and it's businesses a, it's don't a business last forever. Prenup. It is. It, it is it a business prenup. Is, yeah. right. That's a wrap. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with One Reality. Thanks for tuning in.